ready to talk baseball. Well, step up to the plate. You're listening to Passion for the Pastime. And here's your host, Walter. Hey, how's it going, baseball fans? And welcome back to another episode of the podcast in this new world order of quarantine going on. But on this week of the podcast, I have a very special guest, one of my good friends uh, who is on the other side of the rivalry, Jesse Black Sheep Juarez. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Walter. How about yourself? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing good in this quarantine world that we live in, the shelter in place. Uh, week you know, 45, right? What was that? I said week 45, right? Week 45, but it feels like day 3000. I, I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't know what day it is, to be honest. Uh, in this quarantine, it feels like every day is a Sunday for me. Um, so I, I don't know what the hell is going on, man, but how you doing in, in these, uh, in these days? I haven't talked to you in a while. No, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, you know, just trying to stay busy, uh, finding things to fill the time. I mean, I, I'm still out working. I'm still, you know, doing online classes, but, uh, you know, without sports, I've been just diving really, really in or really deep into, uh, you know, my, my esports stuff and just kind of trying to stay busy that way. Otherwise, you know, not much else. Yeah, you know, it's actually pretty interesting how this world has now evolved into, I would guess, your, your normal, right? Because you have talked to me about esports uh, quite a bit over the years uh, that we've known each other and really a lot recently because you have your podcast and you talk about esports all the time. Uh, before, you know, I didn't really know what it was and I kind of thought that the concept of watching people play games was a weird concept. But now that's something new uh, that a lot of the general public, I guess, especially in baseball and, and actually around all the sports, um, we're getting used to. And I'm I'm enjoying it. Have you been watching any of this, uh, any of these, you know, player tournaments has been going on with NBA and uh, and baseball has one. Have you been uh, enjoying any of those? So in between uh, the tournaments and stuff that I watch for for other games, yeah, I've been it's been interesting to see um, you know the two K uh, NBA two K uh, broadcasts on you know ESPN, seeing the players play each other and then having actual commentators speaking over these games. Um, you know, in most esports, that's pretty normal, but when you see you know actual NBA players. Um, or actual baseball players, like I, I was talking to you off podcast, like, you know, watching the, you know, Players League, the MLB Players League uh, with Tatis Jr. And it's just like very interesting to see the reactions because they're basically just big kids at that point. It's it's seeing them play themselves in a video game, which is kind of weird. But, uh, you know, I've actually been really enjoying it. And I've also been really enjoying the um, iRacing that they've been doing with NASCAR. So, I mean, it, it's like you like you said, it's not new to me. It's just new to see it. Um, on mainstream media outlets. Yeah, it's it's really exciting. You know what I mean? Um, I even sat down. There was a Bleacher Report was doing a uh, Madden Goat Sim that they were doing. They uh, compiled all of the uh, best rosters of each franchise, and that's actually something that baseball is doing with out of the out of the ball uh, out of the park uh, baseball. We'll talk about that with the Dream Brackets. But uh, essentially, what they did is that it was a arcade style game. You were watching two computer games going on. So it actually wasn't people playing. Uh, you were watching the computers battle it out. And at the end of the day, the Green Bay Packers turned out to be the best uh, franchise out of all of the teams, which I did. I, I, I protest quite a bit, 
But, but hey, what are you going to do? It, it came down to the Packers and the Patriots. So, I mean, you can't really argue the teams with their history, but, you know, the Cowboys, they got oust in the in the first round, which I thought was oh, wow. bizarre. Um, the 49ers, they lost on a on a stupid the, – the clock ran out. So it, it was it was just stupid things that would happen like in video games, right? <laughs> so so yeah. uh, like the 49ers, they, they couldn't like uh, spike the ball and they ended up losing to the, to the Rams um, in, the, in the second round. So just weird things like that. But uh, we're going into baseball. Like it's, it's different watching these guys. And I actually enjoy it quite a bit because I think that we're seeing a different side of the players. Um, and it's more like it's, I guess it's, I wouldn't want to say intimate. I mean, it's not like romantic or nothing like that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, you get to, you get to interact with these guys a little bit more, um, see them in their natural habitat, if you will. Um, I think that's a different aspect that we're not used to seeing these guys uh, be in because you're literally watching them on the couch of their home participating in a game, but they're still competitive and they're still wanting to win. So you're seeing that competitive edge in them as well. So uh, I can I can speak to Hunter Pence. I mean, he looks like he has no idea what the hell he's doing. I think he literally just bought the game maybe two weeks ago because he's sure playing like it. But, but I, I know uh, Hunter Pence is a huge gamer, but I, I guess he doesn't play the show. Um, I know for a while back in a, a few years back, he was streaming on Twitch kind of before everything blew up. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of interesting, interesting to see his uh, his performance because you think he would be a little bit more native to the the idea of playing video games. No, I mean, he's he's native to playing video games, and his showmanship is – it's really entertaining. I mean, I know you don't particularly like Hunter Pence as much, and he's a giant and all that kind of stuff, but he's actually pretty entertaining. Uh, like, he, he's literally playing the game like he's in the dugout. That is literally uh, – he's he's a, the biggest cheerleader when he when he does something – or when someone makes a play and he's like, he's acting like he's on the field. Like he's like, Oh, good, good play. B crop. Good, good grab. B crop. I'm like, dude, it's like, that's, that's Hunter Pence. Like that's how he is. So it's showmanship. But, uh, I think just him playing the game, uh, it's something that you have to get used to, you know, you have to, you have to learn all the, all the controls and all that kind of stuff. And what's funny is, I mean, you can kind of go into this with the gaming world is, uh, we all know about the glitches. Right. We all deal with them. And that is kind of like a rite of passage to be a gamer. You have to deal with a glitch. And I think Hunter Pence dealt with his rite of passage glitch uh, in his first go round of the players tournament because he he hit a a uh, a double down the line or a single down a double down the line. Um, And he was down by one. So the tying run scored. But the go ahead run, which was rounding third, froze at home plate didn't cross it and the player glitched he got called out and then it, it was a tie game he ended up winning the game but he was celebrating he was like let's go it was clutch and that was like a two two out uh double by brandon belt he was pumped but then the guy never crossed home plate and he was like what what happened <laughs> and i was just yeah. dying because at first i thought that uh because he got he got excited and he jumped up and he threw the controller down um, and I thought that he hit like a button that stopped the runner from running, but he was like, I just put the controller down. I didn't touch anything. I was like, oh, he got hit with the glitch. He got yep. hit with the glitch. <laughs> and that's, that's what happens when, uh, these game companies push a game out every year. You're going to get some crazy stuff like that. 
man, I, I, I can, I can say it to where that happening. I've had that happen in Madden multiple times. Um, some to computer error, some to player error. But like, I would be running, running into the end zone, and I'd uh, accidentally hit a button, or I thought I hit a button, which I didn't. And then my guy would end up like lateraling it, and then I'd fumble it, and I'd lose the game. That, that's that's or just. You, uh, or you think you're you're pressing the boost button, and then you end up pressing the button to dive, and then you end up just getting tackled. <laughs> right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so so we know we know what we're talking about when we when it comes to glitches. But uh, but yeah, that was kind of like a, a rite of passage for Hunter Pence. But talking about this players tournament, I mean, let's look at the standings because it's been what about. A week and a half of gameplay so far. Um, yeah, it's been almost about two weeks, right? Yeah, about about two weeks. And you look at these standings, right? How do you feel about these standings? Do you think that they're representative of how the teams would have uh, played out if the season started on time? Or, you know, what what's your take on on these on these standings that we have in the players league on the show? Well, uh, I will go off the NL West. I, I would definitely see uh, the Dodgers being in one of those top spots. Um, I was talking to you earlier, and I was like, I was a little bit uh, confused by uh, San Diego being in the top, or you know, being tied for the top spot in the Players League. But uh, you're you're absolutely right. They are a young team. Um, they have a lot of young talent. They definitely could be, you know, uh, right on the Dodgers' coattails. I don't. Uh, I honestly would put no, you know, no offense. I know I'm gonna get a lot of uh, flack. Um, for saying it, but I, I would definitely put uh, the Giants in the bottom of the NL West. Uh, but for the for the most part, like even the like you were saying earlier before we were we were uh, recording, you know the the NL Central is pretty accurate as well, with a couple teams kind of pulling out ahead, and then kind of having a couple teams stuck there in the middle of the pack, eight and eight. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say it's pretty close to to what we would get. Um, you know, the uh, I would definitely maybe even say with. Um, the NL or the AL West, I would probably put the the A's at top at the top of the you know the standings. But uh, you got a uh, Joey Gallo over there killing it for uh, for Texas. So I want to know who the hell Joey Gallo lost to <laughs> because he's fifteen we'll and one. What was that? I said we have to look into that. We have to look into that because he's fifteen and one, man. I don't know what the hell is going on in Texas, but uh, that is bizarre. Like like the AL West, I kind of disagree with a lot of it. Uh, because six and six A's, no, I, I would I would think that they'd be what twelve games. I would think that they'd be eight and four, something around that. Yeah. Um, you know the the Rangers. I mean, fifteen and one. I, I think that's I think that's uh, a little bit generous. But hey, it's the players, right? It's who is uh, controlling in, in this world of gaming. So it does. You don't necessarily have to have the most stacked team um, to be successful. Because I mean, you look at Dwight Smith Jr. for the for the Baltimore Orioles, he's eleven and five. What? Okay, that, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, that's but not happening. In, in real life. sixteen games, the Orioles would have easily lost thirteen of those by now. So yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's crazy. It's fun to look at. It's fun uh, to watch. Definitely with uh, the Twitch streams. I know uh, you're more familiar familiar with that, uh, but I've gotten into it too, watching all these guys, and uh, it's interesting to see because there's some younger guys on this and there's a couple of older guys like the older guys would be hunter pence matt carpenter um you know who who else carlos santana i think is older you look at their uh records 
not as good as the younger guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they probably, you know, grew up playing those uh, those NES, those N64 baseball games that were a little bit more arcadey, a little bit easier to kind of navigate. The show is is a true simulation. Like, other than the glitches, it is a, a very in-depth baseball game. I don't know if you've, you've had a chance to play it, um, but it, it is really fun. It's actually one of the big reasons that I have a, a PS4. Yeah, so, I, I haven't played it, man. I, I'm I'm all team Xbox, so unfortunately, I don't have uh, the show. But in these times, I wish I would buy it. I mean, with my stimulus package, instead of buying a tiger, that like I did, I, I might go <laughs> go ahead and uh, and buy me a PS4. I mean, you know, that was one of the things too. I was like, do I want to get a tiger? Or do I want to upgrade my podcast setup? How how are we gonna do this? Man, I got the tiger. I got the piercings. I got the I got those leggings. You know, I'm I'm straight up Joe's exotic 2.0. <laughs> that, oh, I would love to see that. That's what, that's what you should do for Halloween, bro. I swear, bro. I'm doing it now. That's how I look like in quarantine. <laughs> literally, literally, I look like a troll doll right now. My my hair is all out of whack. I haven't. I feel like I haven't showered in about five days. But hey, it is what it is, right? You just gotta gotta keep moving forward. I- I think that's the worst part, man. Like, I, I think, you know, being stuck inside and, you know, being quarantined like this is that you you really just take the stuff that you did so frequently for granted. Like, I miss getting a haircut, bro. Like, I, I, I had, uh, I took the clippers to myself about three weeks ago when this all kind of went down and my hair is growing out again and I, I'm looking like a hot mess, bro. Like, we, we need to figure this out. <laughs> oh, man. When I think of that, I think of... uh you just going down the middle with some clippers and then left the hair on the side. I thought about it. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious, man. But uh but yeah, no, with the player league, it's it's actually pretty entertaining. Um, you know, with, with everything going on. I mean, I don't know what the rest of this format is. It looks like uh in the postseason it, they go the top 8 overall make the uh the postseason and then uh it's a best of 3 for the first two rounds championship. So, I don't know how long this is going to last. I would think maybe about a month, right? Is that is that like the timetable that they're doing this? Uh, I'm not quite sure on like how long it's going for, um, but I, I'm pretty sure it'd probably be like a good three week to a month long. Uh, you know, usually, you know, some tournaments like that would be about about that long to get that many games in. Well, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. So with that being said, this isn't the only thing that is going on. And I kind of talked about simulations, right? And yes. what we saw with the Madden uh, um, simulation that they did on Bleacher Report, we're going to see, presented by DraftKings, we're going to see um, the simulation of out-of-the-park baseball. And you actually sent me this a couple of weeks ago, and, and I took a look at it, didn't have the money. Now that I got the stimulus package, I'm going to go ahead and buy it probably because it looks pretty fun. It looks more uh, in-depth. It looks like you're kind of in a GM role of the team. Um, but what they're doing it with MLB and they're going to be posting all the, all the stats and everything. Um, some live twitches on MLB's Twitch account. Uh, they're going to be doing a dream bracket with all the teams of, uh, of the, all 30 teams plus two other teams to make a 32 team bracket. And it's actually pretty exciting, man. It's the dream team. Of every franchise, their top players at each position, uh, regardless of time frame. So it's going to be. Have, have you taken a look at this? I mean, you you mentioned to or mentioned to me uh, right before we kind of got on this recording, and I kind of took a little bit of uh, time to look over the article on the on MLB.com. It's pretty awesome, and like the way I think about it is like now with the kind of technology we have, 
we're able to do this. And obviously there's no actual baseball being played. So, I mean, we, you know, we, you always talk about like who would be your dream lineup or who, who would be the best team of your organization. And I, I really think that by doing this, they're actually taking that the next step and going like, Hey, let's, let's see what this can, you know, let's see who's going to be the best organization. I, I think it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fun because it's, it's pretty much for bragging rights, right? That's what we all want as a fan of a team. You want to say my team could take your team any point in time. My team is better than yours. Right. And yeah. some teams, you know, have like, if you look at the, the Yankees roster, I mean, they're, they're pretty stacked, right? And and the Yankees historically have been stacked. But now we look at that Yankees lineup. Like let, let's just look at the lineup right now with the Yankees. I'm gonna go ahead and read them off. Uh with their starting pitchers, they have Whitey Ford, Andy Pennant, uh, Ron Geardy, um, Red Ruffing, Lefty Gomez, you know, Goose Gossage, Dave Rigetti, Mariano Rivera. Th- those are to to name most of them. Then the starters, you got catcher Yogi Berra. Lou Gehrig at first base, uh, second base, Tony Lazeri, third base, Alex Rodriguez, short, Derek Jeter, the Mick in left, Joe DiMaggio in center, Babe Ruth in right, and Reggie Jackson with the DH. And then their bench spots is stacked, too. They got Don Mattingly, uh, who you love so much, <laughs> uh, Robinson Cano, uh, Roger Maris, uh, Paul O'Neill, and Bill Dickey. So... That is the Yankees lineup. And we, we all know the history. I mean, that is literally murderer's row with yeah. Derek Jeter and A-Rod. <laughs> like, and, and, and Reggie Jack. That's literally that team, right? And in, in, the, in those times with murderer's row, that was the team. Nobody can compete with them. There's no reason. I mean, th- there is a reason why they won 27 World Series. They're the Yankees. But... You go and look at all these other rosters. These rosters could possibly take on those Yankees. I mean, let we'll just start with the uh, with the under twenty five team. I mean, we were talking about them before. The under twenty five yeah. team is stacked, and can they beat the Yankees? Possibly not. But you look at the under twenty five team because I said thirty teams, but there w- there are um, or I said thirty two teams, but there's only thirty teams, right? So. There's two uh, wildcard teams. One is the Negro League All-Stars, and then the other is the 25 and under uh, All-Stars in the current MLB. So when you look at the under 25, Jack Flaherty, I mean, you got you got some guys that you like on here. You got Jack Flaherty, uh, Mike Soroka, Walker Bueller. I know that's your guy. Shane Bieber, uh, Lucas G- Giolito, um, Chris Paddock, Shohei Itani. And then the starters, you got your, your guy again, Will Smith. Pete Alonzo, one of my favorites. Um, Ozzy Albies, Rafael Devers from the Red Sox, Carlos Correa, Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr., Cody Bellinger, Jordan Alvarez. And then we kind of talked about uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., Vlad Jr. Are, are on the bench along with Glaber Torres. I'd probably put, and I think we came to the consensus that uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. would be in at shortstop over Carlos Correa. Is that just yes. because you're bitter? With uh, with what went down, or do you legitly think that Fernando Tatis is better than Carlos Correa? So, yes and no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I like you know, that. I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like any anything right now, Astros. I'm just like, eh, you know, let's not let's not talk about it. But uh, you know, being able to watch uh, Tatis Jr. play, you know, especially since he's in our division, um, 
you know, he's one of those guys, I think I've explained it before to you and, and I've said it on the podcast before, like anybody, I'm like, man, that, that guy sucks. It's, it's really because I'm afraid to play against him. And he's, he's one of those kids who I think is, is going to do really big things. You know, he's, he's still super young and, and he's super talented. Hey, if he tears it up like he does on MLB The Show, the, the Padres are going to be a problem in the NL West. I'll tell you right now. That, that, yeah, they're going to be a problem in the NL West. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Fernando Tatis Jr., I think, and I don't know if it's because we're partial to the NL West. It could be expo- exposure uh, to these players because I, I like a lot more players in the NL West, and I think players in the NL West are better than some other top-name players. Might be just because we see them more. But, um, you know, Fernando Tatis, I mean, what he did last year, if he didn't get hurt, I mean, we're talking record-breaking numbers for, for yeah. a rookie. So uh, he he's pretty he's pretty good. But then when you look at – so that's the under-25 team. But then you look at the Dodgers we talked about. You got Sandy Koufax, Clayton Kershaw. Don't start him in the playoff game. Don Drysdale, Don <laughs> Sutton, uh, Eric Gagne, Oral Hershiser, Fernando Valenzuela. And then you, and then that, those are the the pitchers. Then you got Jackie Robinson, Roy Campanella, Gil Hodges, Pee Wee Reese, Cody Bellinger on that team. You got a lot of guys on there. Some guys that I can't stand. Sean Green, by the way, I can't stand that guy. But uh, you know the Dodgers, they look pretty good. And then you look at the Giants roster: Buster Posey, Willie McCovey, Jeff Kent, Barry Bonds, uh, Willie Mays. Those starters, Juan Marichal, these teams, like, I'm I'm geeking out about this, right? Because you know the history of the yeah. players, but then now that their names are kind of, like, splat right in front of your face, it makes you want to kind of be a student of the game again and, and look back on their highlights, look back on their career stats, you know? And it's going to be interesting. I know it's just a simulation, and we'll never get the real thing, um, but it's going to be interesting with the simulation to see how the Giants, how the Dodgers, how that under-25 team, how all these teams, the greats, uh, face off, you know? Uh, when you look at the first um, when you look at the first matchup that I saw on the bracket, it's the Yankees against the Mariners. You want to talk, talk about a stacked lineup, man. I'm trying to find yeah. the, the Mariners right now. But you want, you want to talk about a stacked lineup. The, the Mariners are pretty good. I mean, you're, I'm, I'm assuming... That they got Griffey on there, right? So, it's 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 gonna be fun, man. How much are you gonna be watching this? You know, you touched on a really good point a bit ago. Um, you, you know, you said that it, it makes us want to be students of the game again. And you know, in this tough time of no baseball, I've actually kind of pushed baseball to the back of my mind because if I sit on my app or if I, I go on, you know, ESPN and try to read anything about baseball, it's like, man, there's no baseball, so it's it it, it, it hits me a certain type of way. Um, but doing this dream bracket actually makes me really excited. Um, again, it actually makes me want to go back and, like you said, maybe go pick up a YouTube video of uh, some Sandy Koufax or, or, you know, just look at, at these players that are, are no longer playing or just even look at some of the players that are currently on our lineups that, you know, we haven't seen, you know, in action since last year. Um, I'm really excited. I think I'm actually, you know, I'm actually very thankful that you you uh, brought this into my life today because this is something that I'm definitely going to be uh, geeking over. Yeah, man, it's it's going to be fun. And I'm glad that I got you excited too. That's That's the thing, right? That's what we're trying to do during this quarantine, trying to stay busy, trying to uh, keep the mind fresh, 
And I think this is something, especially for baseball fans, to really dive into. Um, I think that it's something that we can, I mean, we all, we've, I've been talking about on the podcast, just looking back into the future or backing into the future. Uh, I've been watching too many movies, clearly. Roads. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. We don't need roads. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I could get in the DeLorean and just go forward like two <laughs> years right now. But, uh, but yeah, no, the g- going back in the past, right. And, and living in the past and looking at all that stuff, it can be fun, but it can also be sad. But in this yeah. sense, you're looking at these guys, you're looking at their stats, you're getting, you're, you're starting to remember why you love the game of baseball. When you start looking at all these guys, right. You see Alex Rodriguez on the Mariners. You see Ken Griffey Jr. You see Ichiro, like the guys that we, that we tend to, I wouldn't say forget, but put to the back burner, you know, now they're being resurfaced again. And, uh, with, with this tournament, I think it's going to be fun. I mean, it's 15 days, 15 day tournament. I'm all in, I'm all for it. It's going to be fun. Uh, we have a lot of, of games going on, but that bracket, man, like you got your Dodgers, your Dodgers are taking on uh, the Padres. How are you feeling about your, your chances there? Who's on the the Padres uh, lineup that the, you know their dream lineup? Oh uh, well, the Padres. Do you have that in front of you? Padres. I would I would expect that the Padres would have, um, you know, prob- probably uh, what's his name? Oh, geez, I'm I'm drawing uh, a blank. Gwen? Tony Gwynn? Yeah, it's, uh, Tony Gwynn, I would I would assume, um, but that wasn't who I was thinking of. I was thinking of the pitcher that was on the Giants. What's his name? Ah, oh, God. What is his name? Jake Peavy. Jake Peavy. Oh, yeah, Peavy. Yeah, I was gonna say Jake Peavy would probably be on that. He is on that. Uh, Kirby Yates is on that. Goose oh, Gossage, okay. uh, Raleigh Fingers is on there. Um, Trevor Hoffman, of course. Heath Bell, you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Benito Santiago before he was, uh, you know, Benito in the Bay. Benito Santiago yeah. with the Padres. Uh, they got Adrian Gonzalez, got Ozzy Smith, older Ozzy Smith. Um, Steve Finley, Dave Winfield, Tony Gwynn. They got Roberto Alomar on the bench. Phil Nevin. Uh, Fred McGriff. So that that's who they got. What what do you think uh, your chances are there? You got you got Aegon going against your Dodgers, man. Yeah, I was just I, I forgot that uh, he actually was over there for a minute. Right. Uh, that, that's that's uh, it's it's kind of easy to forget because he was in L.A. for a long time. Yeah, he was the guy, man. Uh, you know, but uh, that's actually a pretty stacked lineup over there uh, on the Padres. But I definitely think um, you know with our with our starting pitching. With with that dream lineup still is, is very strong, um, you know. And I, I shit, dude, I, I can't wait to kind of to dive into that. Uh, when's the when's that uh, matchup? They all start tomorrow. Uh, more specifically, the Dodgers. They're taking on the Padres. Best of seven results will be on MLB.com uh, on Tuesday. So they will not be in participation tomorrow. They'll be on um, Tuesday, April 21st. Oh, we get a bye day. Okay. Yeah, you get a bye day. So um, <laughs> the Giants, actually, they're taking on the Brewers, and they are also going on the 21st as well. So it, it kind of looks like uh, AL might be the 20th and, and the NL might be uh, the 21st. That's kind of what I'm getting here for the most part, for the most part. But Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited with this. But, you know, going into all of this, I mean – we talked about some of the lineups and everyone else who wants to look at these lineups and just kind of rem- reminisce on these te- on these players. Um, you know, oh, I was going to actually look. Do the Nationals have Vladimir Guerrero? 
They do. Oh my god, the Nationals are are fucking crazy. That was actually my next question. Like, how does like uh, the Nationals play out? Would they still be like the Expos or? Yeah, they're the, they're the Expos. It's a combo because because they're still the the same, right? I mean, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of the Brooklyn Dodge. Well, I, I, it's not, that's a bad comparison. But I was gonna say the Brooklyn Dodgers and the LA Dodgers, but they're still the Dodgers. Mm. But yeah, they're still the they're still the same organization. So yeah, Vlad uh, Guerrero, he's gonna be um, in right field while Bryce Harper is the DH. That is very interesting. That is interesting. Trey Turner, Anthony Rendon, Ryan Zimmerman, Gary Carter. Oh, my gosh. that That's a good team, too. Yeah. Yeah, that is. You got – let me tell you, you got Juan Soto on the bench. That that is, a, that is a stacked lineup, let me say. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, everybody that wants to look at these lineups, definitely go give them a look. Just reminisce on the players. And just get excited for it. I mean, it, it's not baseball per se, but this is what we got. These are the times. Let's try and enjoy it. Make the make the best of it. You know, uh, just try to be positive. That's that's the that's the vibe that I'm trying to give off. I'm trying to be positive here. Uh, trying to give these guys anything to to look at. Baldo Jimenez, remember him? He's on the Rockies. Yeah. He's on the Rockies, man. Oh wow. Yeah, Baldo Jimenez. Wow, that that takes me back. I actually really like the Baldo Jimenez. I legit feel like you could start listing players off of just every team that, and one of those players would spark a memory. Like Troy Tulowitzki. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like one of those <laughs> things where you just be like, oh man, I forgot that they were on this team or, oh man, I remember them. It, it's just like you're saying, it's just a, it, it's just a, something to just kind of geek over. You know what I mean? Just kind of learn, just reminisce about everything all over again. Hey, now that I look at the Rockies, the Rockies lineup is stacked, dude. They got Yorvi Torrealba. Jesus, I couldn't say his name. Yorvi Torrealba. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was saying. Uh, Todd Helton, DJ LeMahieu, oh. Nolan Arenado, Troy Tulowinski, Matt Holiday, Alex Burks, Larry Walker, Trevor Story. My God. Oh, man. Dude, that's Murderer's Row 2.0. Especially in Colorado, it depends. Where's the simulation? Where's the simulation right. where's taking the simulation place? At? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's and the how simulation? Is a simulation? Right, right. Yeah, no, that's gonna be interesting, man. Their pitchers are are bad though. I mean, yeah, their pitchers are bad. <laughs> they got Ibaldo Jimenez, Kyle Freeland, Herman Marquez, but that's uh, that's about it. Pitchers have never been uh, a thing for the Rockies. Yeah, I think that's why Ibaldo Jimenez was so impressive. You know, because. <laughs> Cause he was like he was like the one guy like in the twenty year history of the Rockies that could uh, that could shut down a lineup in Coors Field. I was gonna say, uh, what about uh, the uh, pitching rotation for uh, Arizona? Do you have that? Cause I'm sure it's got like Randy Johnson on it. I would assume it has Randy Johnson. I would also assume that uh, that what's his name, uh, Kurt Schilling's on there. Kurt Schilling's, yeah. Yeah, uh, I would I maybe even assume Madison. Would they put Madison Bumgarner on there? He hasn't pitched yet. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, he hasn't pitched for them. Let's see. Because he's, uh, he's not on your guys' lineup, right? He's on ours. He's on ours. But the thing is, is that teams can, uh, guys can be on multiple teams. Like Reggie Jackson, he's on the Yankees and the A's. But, oh, okay. But it's two different variations. Like they, they compiled the statistics from when he was on the Yankees and gave that Reggie Jackson um, to the Yankees, but then they put together the stats when he was an Oakland Athletic. And they gave that to the Oakland A's. Gotcha. So there can be multiple guys. Like you can have multiple guys facing off on each other. 
That's right, because you said that uh, uh, Belly is on uh, the under-25 and the Dodgers. Right, and he's on the Dodgers, too, so they can face off there, too. So that's going to be interesting. But uh, going back to your question, the pitchers for the D-backs, yeah, you got uh, Randy Johnson, you got Kurt Schilling, Brandon Webb, you remember him? Zach Granke, wow. Uh, That's that's what I was thinking, too, Granke. Dan, wow, they have a good, they have a, oh, man. They have a good (laughs) pitching rotation. They got Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, Brandon Webb, Zach Granke, Dan Heron, Patrick Corbin, Robbie Ray. Ooh. Yeah, Brad Ziegler, Jose Valverde. And uh, I know I, I'm not even going to attempt his name, but uh, Hewan Kim. You remember him? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I'm not going to try the first name. Be Young Hewan Kim. Yes. Yeah, I think that's how Something you say like it. That. I think, yeah, that's I think like, you're I, close. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, it's it's fun. Just looking like just talking about these these uh these uh these teams, the rosters, it's it's fun. It's it's fun to look at. So um and then you you kind of forget like well, you don't forget that they were on the teams, but it's it's just it's fun, it's fun to look at. I mean, I, I'm I'm geeking out over it, I'm losing things to say as I'm looking at it. The pirates yeah. have Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, Roberto Clemente, Willie Stargell. Dude, that's a that's a pretty stacked lineup there. Dude, I know. <laughs> like, I'm getting excited. Like, I'm I'm just getting excited uh, looking at all this. So, um, I'm gonna be diving into it. Starts all tomorrow, or it starts on Monday, I should say, because I don't know when people are, are listening to to the podcast. Four twenty, blaze up, baby. That's when this is it's all started, birthday, bro. It's my cat's birthday. It's your cat's birthday. Yeah. What's your cat's name? Mary Jane. No, her name's Scully, bro. She's named after. Uh, oh yeah, Vince Scully. Uh, Vince Scully. Man, you missed the opportunity there. If that's your cat's birthday, you got to name it like Snoop Dogg, or that'd be hilarious. Name it a, a cat Snoop Dogg. That would be pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be hilarious. But uh, but yeah, man, four twenty. Uh, that's when everything is is popping off. Uh, popping off. Ooh, jeez, I'm getting tired here. But um, yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast here. Uh, thanks Jesse for coming by and everybody for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation and we will be back for another episode. So stay tuned and, uh, just come on back to the happy place of the podcast. So everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Great rest of your quarantine. Stay safe, stay healthy, be well, and I'll talk to you next time.